Hey, it's Andy. Thanks for watching these words right now. What I'm gonna share with you right now will be the words that I'm gonna share with the folks who come to pray at noon today. Uh, within our time of prayer for our nation, within our time of, time of prayer for unity. So we're not gonna live stream that service because uh, that service will be mainly prayer. So we would encourage you to pray with us at noon, no matter where you find yourself today. But I wanted to share with you briefly uh, the words I'm going to share with the people before our call to prayer. And I'm going to read to you real quick right now from Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 7. But seek the welfare of the city where I've sent you into exile, and pray for the Lord on its behalf. For its welfare, for in its welfare, you will find your welfare. It's the word of God, the people of God. Thanks be to God. The words here were words that Jeremiah was writing to the people of Israel. They were in the midst of the Babylonians capturing Jerusalem. And they were preparing to be sent into exile. And they would stay in exile in Babylon for 40 years. So Jeremiah is writing these words to the people as they're getting ready to be sent away. Sent away from their homeland, sent away from the temple, sent away from everything that defines them. Sent away for 40 years. And it would be very easy as they're being sent away to think, well, we've lost everything. And many of them did. Many of the leaders, when you read the Psalm 137, for instance, or even Ezekiel, you'll see that many of them felt like they had lost everything and that they had nothing there in this new land to live for. But Jeremiah, but the Lord through Jeremiah says, no, when you go into this time of exile, when you go away from the promised land and into this exile, seek the good of the city. Seek the good even of Babylon. For in its welfare, you'll find your welfare. It was important for the people of God as they moved into this time of exile to seek the good of their community. Those are very important words for us as Christians in light of this election season that we've been through. I spoke last Sunday in worship about All Saints Day. We read from Revelation in this beautiful scene of worship in Revelation chapter 7. We talked of Hebrews 11 where the Lord tells us that those saints of old sought a country that was not made with human hands, but eternal in the heavens. And their, their true country and their true home was not of this world, but it was of, of a greater God and God's kingdom. And that's how we are as Christians. We live in exile here. We do. This world's not our home. This world's not our home. We're, we're, we're moving to a different home one day. But I think it's important for us to hear the words of Jeremiah in this moment. Work for the good of the city. For the Jewish people were going into exile. They were going to a land that was not theirs. They were moving from the promised land into a land that was not theirs. And Jeremiah commanded them, work for the good. Work for the welfare. Work for the goodness of that city. For its welfare is your own welfare. And friend, that's, friends, that's our command in this season following this election. It's been a contentious time. We have brought into this a lot of emotion, a lot of worry, a lot of fear, 
A lot of doubt, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain. Many of us right now are feeling those same emotions. We're feeling conflicted. We're feeling angry. We're feeling disappointed. We're feeling hurt. We're feeling all of these things. And it's okay to acknowledge that. It's okay to acknowledge that. But we're commanded by God to work for the welfare of our city. One of the great prayers of Jesus that he gives to his disciples is John 17. This is often called the high priestly prayer of Jesus. And in this prayer, one of the things that our Lord prays for, for his church and for his people, is that of unity. That he prays that, he prays that we will be one as he and the Father are one. One of my other favorite passages of scripture is from the book of Psalms. Psalm 133, where the psalmist writes these words. He says this. How very good and pleasant it is when the kindred live together in unity. It's like the precious oil of the, on the head, running down upon the beard, upon the beard of Aaron, running down upon the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountain of Zion. For there the Lord ordains his blessing, life forevermore. Oh, how good and oh, how pleasant it is for the brothers and sisters to live together in unity. In light of what our nation's been through in this election season, in light of where our nation finds itself today, in light of where we may find ourselves to, to, to today, we need to remember the call of the psalmist here. Oh, how good and how pleasant it is when the people live together in unity. We need to remember the call of Jesus in John 17, that we may be one. And we need to remember the call of Jeremiah to work for the good of our city. Our world today, now more than ever, needs us as Christians living out the good news of Jesus. But that means we've got to do it. Mama used to call this putting feet to her faith. It means we've got to serve. We've got to serve. We've got to do it. It means we've got to love. It means we've got to forgive. It means we've got to remember that our Lord's in control of all of this. I've shared with you before, I've got a problem. I believe this stuff. I believe that God's in control. I believe we're working for his kingdom. But I believe that we can trust in his plan. And trust in his wisdom. And trust in him. And that our eternal security and our eternal hope is not found in the things of this world. No matter if we rejoice or we cry today. Our, my hope is not found in anything in this world. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. Although the ground is sinking sand. Although the ground is sinking sand. That's where we stand today. And that's where our unity comes from today. Not from the stuff of this world, but for our shared love of Jesus Christ and his kingdom. And his shared command for us today to work for the good of our city. And work for the good of our nation. And work for the good of our state. The world needs us now to do this. And to 
together in Christ we can. So today, whether your hearts rejoice, whether your hearts are broken, on Christ, the solid rock I stand, all the ground is sinking sand. Let's keep our hearts focused on Jesus. Keep our actions focused on this command here to work for the good of our city. And let's be intentional, y'all, that we must love. If we want to see love in the world, we've got to do it. If we want to see unity in the world, we've got to do it. If we want to see peace in the world, we've got to do it. We've got to do the things that we aspire to. We've got to do the things that we hope for. We've got to live into it. We've got to. And in Christ, that's our call. Because as the Bible says, when he's lifted up, he will draw all people to himself. And when Christ is lifted up, when the cross of Christ is lifted up, all will be drawn to him. And that is our job now more than ever, to lift high the cross, to work for the good of our nation, but to lift high the cross and the glory and the grace of Jesus Christ in this moment. Because when Christ is lifted up, he will draw us all to himself. And in our time together, at this time, I'm going to invite the people to pray, to come to the altar. And pray for each other, for themselves, for our country, for our world, for our leaders, for our church. That we can be one. Because when Christ is lifted up, he draws all people to himself. I'll I'll leave you with a story I was told by one of my mentors. He had in his church. A very politically connected church. He had two members of his church who were adversaries in the political arena. They would often butt heads in politics. And and most folks knew they didn't really care for each other. That that they were not really too fond of each other because they butted heads politically so often. And this friend of mine tells me that one Sunday in particular they were taking communion. And he did the invitation for all to come and receive the the body and blood of Christ. And everyone came. And he said it was beautiful. He said it was stunning and beautiful at the same time when he went down the aisle, down the altar serving. Who did he find kneeling beside each other? But these two political adversaries who came to the altar together to receive communion. There by the blood of Christ. And there by the call of Christ. And there by the goodness of Christ. He found these two adversaries. Unified. At the altar of Christ. When Christ is lifted up, he will draw us all to himself. So today, may we make much about Jesus. May we lift him up. May we find all drawn to him. When we look to our right and to our left, may we see that the person sitting beside us might be somebody we might even regard as an enemy. But Christ has drawn them there. And through Christ we're one. And always mean we agree. And always mean we're on the same page. Doesn't mean that we might not have conflict. But when Christ draws us together, find our unity. So today, no matter where you're watching this, may we find the unity that we desire in Christ Jesus.
and may we all come to his table together. May we pray for each other and pray for unity within our own lives, unity within our families, unity within our nation. And may Christ be lifted up. May the church of God move forward together, glorifying Christ and pointing all to his grace and salvation. Love you guys today and I'm praying for you. Let's pray for our nation and let's pray for each other. Let's pray for, pray for God's grace in all things. Please today join us in prayer at 12 noon the same day.